0: If you haven't had a chance, check out the Jazz Pod Co-op on Twitter. It's a group of podcasts with like-minded people that just want to share their opinions on the jazz. Here's a preview: Mark and Doug hintsey on the twos and threes.
1: The weird things about dude shots is like my favorite, like NBA subcategory of. of
0: that definitely, that definitely gets <laughs> on for hands.
1: sure. And like, or they're like the length of their arms affecting something. I, I'm i like, whether they jump off of one foot or two because, foot. Right. Like,
0: Emily and McCoy on the Jazza Gals. If anything, that video also reminded me like how just a few inches difference it was bef- between us being on one side
2: versus the other. You know, like, well, we all know a few inches can make a difference who logan and jared on hitting the high notes (laughs) i don't even care if they're
0: hurt. i mean we're not going to dance
2: on any injuries but yes i i uh, i I I,
0: I can't make
1: any promises (laughs) i don't even care if it's a fluke or we cheat i don't even
0: care if you're
1: not cheating you're not trying right Um, that's what they say
0: and brian and mccade on home
2: court
1: press with boyon memphis is really struggling to shoot so giving the boyon to the grizzlies And then having the Grizzlies forward our first-round pick onto another team. If you can get Boyan a first-round pick and then get Memphis to throw in a first-round pick in the A and
2: take Boyan, a lot of possibilities open for a guy like John (laughs) Collins.
0: What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting the high notes, jazz talk. It is. I am here. You can find me on the Twitterverse at Who h u u t r a n superman. That's h u u t r a n superman. superman. Uh, Twitterverse ig. We're getting right to it. We are talking jazz. Clippers. This is a um, hitting the high notes where we, you know, we take what's going on in Twitter, the jazz Twitter universe, and we talk about it. And I'm here. I'm uh, of course. I'm. Uh, he goes the distance. He's 49 years old. I'm. Uh, go to this is 49. What's up, man?
2: uh feeling washed man feeling washed feeling very 49 years old but yeah. even though I'm not
0: yeah it happens um uh, you know that we, we all get to that age of father time comes for all of us um yeah. uh, speaking of, uh, speaking of father of the pod um he's not he's not father of this pod but he is the father of many pods it is uh, the dragon squash himself what's up um, uh, uh, Logan
1: just happy to be coming in third, like our boy Quinn Snyder, you know. So I just <laughs> we got something in common. Uh,
0: we, we, we'll touch. Let's touch on it right now. A Coach of the Year was announced. Uh, congratulations to Tom Thibodeau. I guess a two-time award uh, winner for Coach of the Year. Um, and I know there's a lot of there's, there was a lot of outrage um, uh, from jazz fandom. I mean, I'm I I am shocked because I thought it was going to go to Monty Williams. Who uh, this is actually a pretty close close race. <coughs> More deserving, um, and so well, uh, well, I, I don't know honestly. I mean, both those stories are, are pretty much the same thing, right? Uh, yeah. Two franchises that um, have been really bad lately, uh, and and not not just last year. I mean, in many years, uh, both those uh, coaches um uh, turned them around, and yeah, I mean that we talked about this last time. Like to say someone's more deserving is mm, sure. Like I thought, I thought Monty Williams probably was going to win it. But do I think I'm um, uh, Thibodeau Williams or a um, uh, uh, Quinn? Any of those three were more deserving than each other? Not really. They they all had really good cases and they all had really good stories. They all had really good narratives. Um, and it's just some. Uh, it depends on what uh, story. And, and Logan, you mentioned this before a, a few weeks ago. Like I'm um, uh, saying, Tom Thibodeau's uh, shouldn't be a part of the top three. Is, is no, he should be part of the top three.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I just I I think you hit on it pretty well. I think we talked about it before. I think that all three were deserving candidates. I think any three of them winning would have been fine. I think that I don't think it's like some years where it feels like one was a travesty. You know, I don't yeah. feel like I, I don't feel like either one of them got job too much. I just think that I, I the thing about Quinn Snyder, which you guys know, my weird take on it. I just don't want anyone to win if Jerry can't win. But also, it is funny that we can talk about the we can talk on the Twitterverse in the world about the Jazz being the deepest roster in the NBA. Well, if that's the case then, <laughs> is your coach that good? I know that's not true, but what I'm saying is like, it's just a funny, like it's a, it's a funny juxtaposition that where we can talk about being so deep. Well, if you're so deep, then you're saying the coaching doesn't matter as much. Uh-huh. Um, so it's just, again, they all, they all could, they all could get it. And I think that the expectation level was just so low for New York. And yeah, New York's got the big market. Yeah, that's We see this a lot and it's, it's how the NBA model chooses to work.
0: And yeah, so it, uh, it shouldn't
1: come as a surprise.
0: You, I think you tweeted out something i like, 'I'm uh, the Knicks are starting Taj Gibson, so there's a <laughs> you know,
1: it's a it's a pretty rough roster, man. I mean, when you really look at it, it's uh, yeah, uh, uh, a lot of people would say Monty got CP3, and that's the difference. So they want to give CP3 credit. Uh, I don't know. I just, yeah, that that Knicks roster is not is not good.
0: Jared, it's you, terrible. You just said him, uh, you know, you didn't think he was deserving. Why do you not think, uh, why do you not think I'm uh, Tom Thibodeau is deserving of the award.
2: Well, to me, I think he's the last of the three. I I felt like he he played his guys almost playoffs-level minutes in the regular season. Not exact, not quite, but he kind of rode Julius Randle pretty hard, and we saw that Randle had basically nothing left. Either that or Thibodeau couldn't scheme for him to get any kind of offense going in the playoffs, so... You know, they the Knicks really just put up very little fight against the Hawks and went out in a very disappointing yeah,
0: I mean, series.
2: Obviously the playoffs isn't part of this. It's a regular season award, but to me the the results there kind of are a reflection of my opinion of you know with the order. It should have been either Monty Quinn first and then probably Thibodeau third. It just it's
0: just my opinion. How I close mean,
1: was it? How close was the voting? Like I don't I've never seen the tallies think, at all. I think uh,
0: Thibodeau like barely, like, he was like Twenty points ahead. I, I want to say money got maybe one less first place vote than uh, Thibodeau, but he got like I don't know twenty or thirty less second place votes, and that was pretty much the difference, I guess. Um, yeah. So because
1: the, uh, the Jordan Clarkson one turned out to be actually kind of a landslide,
0: right? Yeah, right. J, J, J C won by a uh, uh, pretty good, like he won by like hundreds of points, so oh, over hundred points. So yeah, this one was actually pretty, it was like it was like twenty, like I want to say it was like three sixty Thibodeau, three forty Money Williams. So.
1: It's all right, Thibodeau will be a three-time coach of the year before Quinn and Montague won, so it's no big deal. Like it's not a water. And, and, so it's, not, it's 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 the least a war that matters the least in any professional sports. I mean, there's been multiple guys who won coach of the year and got fired in the offseason.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, right?
1: Yeah, like it just doesn't even matter.
0: It doesn't. Yeah. It, it doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. Cuz
2: like, I mean, you, you can argue the six man of the year means more because those guys seem to stick around a little longer in terms of, you know, in the league and stuff. And uh,
0: coach so, coach of the year is um uh like player awards, at least there's, like stats you can look at. Like, all right, points per game, uh, you know, blocks per game, or you know, just plus minus stuff like that. There's not really, I mean, besides wins. But then again, like, you don't, you just, you don't just give it to the coach that or team that won the most games. Um, and if you're mad about Tom Thibodeau winning this one, then you have to. Uh, then, then you're. How, how to show, the Tom Thibodeau winning this one is akin to Huey Brown winning the year that Jerry Sloan won. So, um, it's the same story. It's the same same narrative. So, you know, a team that wasn't supposed to go anywhere got to the playoffs in a in a tough year, you know, and uh, you know, they they blew expectations out of water. So, um, you know, the Jazz had different expectations. Uh I think I think what happened was like the Jazz not getting three or four marquee wins probably hurt them in the, in the long run. Uh, the Jazz had, you know, swept the Clippers and number uh, well, one Won against the Phoenix Suns, uh, didn't get swept by the Wolves and the and the Wizards. Like those four or five wins, uh, you know, made the Jazz look a lot better. Um, you know, it, 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 it looks like a team that didn't have to play the, the last week of the season. A team that was so good it ran away. Um, you know, it was first place uh, going into the the second half of the season, and it's never looked back. Like if you d- thoroughly dominate the rest of the field. You know that's what you know voters notice, but you know. is
1: that is it the same? Is it the same group of people who get to vote on all the awards each off season, or is it different 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 people for? I mean, is different it? report or they get a ballot because what's interesting is the narratives went backwards. Is JC essentially won the Sixth Man of the Year award in the first couple months, and you know was average to sometimes below average arrest, but it was good enough to keep the award pretty timely foul. But it all almost feels like Quinn was punished for being good all season, you know. Yeah, it was it, it, if, I I think if we I think we if we've been flip-flopped like with the Suns and we were making a push at the very end and we would have, you know, taken over the number 1 seed without Don and not it may have been it may have been differently but it almost feels like he was because we sat there so long it just kind of it was it was a story at first and it just kind of it's just interesting if the same people voted on all those on both sets of awards if one yeah. one one won with the early season narrative and the other one it's just it's it interesting Thought process, but I don't know. I know I know certain people only get certain votes certain years. Yeah, um, but yeah. I don't know if they do. Did they get the whole oh, ballot that... or what? Yeah, they get the whole ballot. Okay. I, think, I think
0: I don't know. Like I'm, uh, I assume it. so. But I have no Zach, idea. Zach, oh Zach Lowe kind
2: of talks about the, the process, and it, it, it sounds like when you have a vote, you have like
1: votes for the whole thing, like all the awards. So, but they they rotate who gets to keep it each year, though. Like I heard on the Utah side, it wasn't. It was. Uh, I don't know who it was, but there's only certain people who yeah. get to have them, right? Yeah, and I think each year and they rotate.
2: They, I think comes to give it to, yeah, that choose who they want to give it to in that market for that year. Or
1: whatever. Just a um, weird, just kind, just kind of weird though, because it's an inconsistent narrative, but I guess it is what it is.
0: So, yeah. uh, there we go.
1: Who's just a little gassy right now?
0: <laughs> Did so, you
2: guys see Giannis's t shirt before he got snacks tonight? Uh-uh. It was like a, it's like a little teddy bear who, who had, who had some underwear on, and he was uh, pulling the underwear away from his, uh, hoo-ha, and taking a picture of it. And so I was like, what the heck is going on? There's so much going on here.
0: Hoo-ha. Uh, so we we had set out to say, hey, we're going to do.
2: Hey, a- I said a, I said a nice word, so that you'd have
1: to bleep it. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking about it right now.
0: It, it, teddy bear it, junk. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was like I was like uh... anyway, um, so um uh, we had set out, we were like, hey, you know, like after after every win let's let's get on and record, um, and then I forgot my equipment last win, and then I was like, you know, what? I'm pretty burnt out like I'm uh you know, recording every other day was kind of hard, <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, uh yes. and, you know we we didn't get to talk about it, the jazz um uh defeat the grizzlies and what Logan calls not a gentleman's uh, not a gentleman's sweep. Um, scoundrel sweep. Sc- scoundrel sweep because a general, general sweep is uh, you know you you would think two uh, you know two wins at home you lose that game three when they get back at home you know they win in front of their crowd and then you win the next two pretty handily. Um. So yeah, so now we the Jazz uh, we know that the Jazz are playing the LA Clippers um, uh, and uh, who had had a tough matchup uh, against the clip or the the Dallas Mavericks excuse me. Um, and the Clippers are, are coming. You know they, they played Sunday. They will play Tuesday in Utah. Uh, I mean they, they they played seven games. Uh, you know they're they're flying into elevation. The Jazz are on rest. Uh, the Jazz have uh, had five or six days of rest, while the Clippers will only have one day of rest. Uh, and you know that means tired legs, elevation. The Jazz should win Game One pretty handily. Um, uh, so I hear. Or that that was that was the narrative until, um, well, you know, Memphis came in and did the exact opposite of that. Um, where, where is your um, comfort level against playing the uh, Clippers, Jared? Um,
2: they've got the best player in the series. So, I mean, uh, this is obviously a less desirable matchup than the Mavericks. Uh, cause we, we, we need Rudy to be dominant in this series. If we need, if we have it if we're to have a chance because, uh, yeah, if he wins that matchup inside and is able to, you know, just either keep getting offensive boards and, you know, putbacks, you know, Duncan, and then keeping Zubats from from being a factor and not getting played off the, you know, run off the court with
1: a small ball lineup of like Morris or something, then I think
2: we're in good shape, honestly.
0: Um Logan yeah, a... I was gonna,
1: I was going to ask you about that cuz that's that's that, I was I was listening to one of our I, I believe it was the on our our jazz pod co-op I I want to say it was I want to say it was the home court press but I'm not sure but there, someone was talking they were talking about how Rudy in the series against Memphis put to put to sleep the uh the theory that he can be played off the court in the playoffs and again you guys will know this better than I because I don't know where this narrative really comes from but it really to me I wouldn't. I don't think that a team with Valanciunas is where he's going to get played off the court. When I think of played off the court, I think of a team small like Dow, yeah, a, a small ball team with Morris. Where you know, in the game we lost, they, that caused some pretty major challenges when they put Morris at the five and went small. Um, um, so, so when I think about played off the court, is it, are they talking about just in the playoffs? Here, they talking about these these tricky lineups that when they I, go small. Because my 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 gut instinct was we just want a team go small. So to say that he proved he's not played off the court. Doesn't I mean with with Memphis? You're not going to see that. I don't believe it's true, anyways. But I'm just saying it. It doesn't seem like the right series to be. You, you, yeah. You'll really find it out more with a small ball lineup or a team that. And none of the teams left really do it anymore because you got Jokic and you got Aiton left. But um, I don't. know. That's my question slash thought. I guess.
2: I I'm kind of with you on that. I don't feel like, uh, um, I and not having heard what they said, it's hard to you know directly comment on what was said. I don't think it's a real, true narrative, anyways, and and I've, you know, uh, Zach Lowe talks about it a lot, where he feels like that's an overplayed thing, where people just talk about It's a Twitter narrative, in my opinion. You know, people will give this, this it's like this take about Rudy getting played off the floor, and it's like most of them didn't even watch any the jazz series; they just look at the box scores and they look at the end result and say, "Rudy got played off the floor." Or when they did watch us play the Rockets, they were like not really paying attention because Rudy, the second year versus the Rockets, Rudy was great. And Rudy so, was not the problem. So we the question is,
0: um, do you so, are you worried that Marcus Morris is going to like be that guy that pulls Rudy out of the paint? I mean, he he might pull Rudy
2: out of the paint, but I don't think that's necessarily a problem for us. Um, unless unless Paul George and Kawhi are you know going hard to the rim, but. I don't really feel like that's going to be as much of a problem because they're they're mostly a jump shooting team anyways. But they don't go to the rim that often. So,
0: but if you take Rudy out, like so, the I mean the Jazz play the drop big, right? And if Rudy has to play more away from the paint, that 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 does give Kawhi and Paul George because you know the Kawhi and Paul George are going to get mid range shots regardless. And then if you give them um, uh you give them the, the land as well. That is pretty dangerous. Like that, so that's where that fear comes from, right? That. All right, so no Rudy because like who's going to stay in front of Paul George and 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 Quai Leonard?
2: Well, I think you have to hope that Rudy can do a little bit of everything because we saw.
0: Well, yeah, we saw, obviously, but um, uh, we you know saw
2: how good he was at recovering, um, from. You know, earlier in the season, we were seeing him recovering and and blocking shots at, and getting in front of guys that you're like, how did he even recover from that? Yeah, I, so, like like even like a year ago or two years ago, it looked like he was too far away to get back. So I mean, I don't know if they're gonna play do- drop coverage. I have no idea yeah. what Quinn so is that's, planning that, for. That's
0: the the problem. The fear, I guess, is that you know if Marcus Morris is hitting threes. You know who's gonna guard? Who, you know you, you gotta have Rudy out there guarding because there's no one else that you well, can Rudy wonder, on.
2: I wonder if they'll switch somebody else onto him. And I then, mean, because like, so I'm, I'm looking Price. at
0: that or not looking, but uh, I'm thinking about the like the uh, uh, lineups for the Clippers. So if Marcus Morris is that that five uh, for uh-huh. the for the Clippers, you got Marcus Morris, Kawhi, Paul George, I guess maybe Reggie Jackson. Uh, you know Patrick Beverly. Uh, f- um, or Nick, or Nick Batum, uh, did Nick Batum or, even Or play Rondo, uh, Rondo, yeah, Cornet. So just it's like if you don't, if you put um a like ball on on Marcus Morris, which could work. Where did Rudy go at that point? So um, there is some. I think there's a legit fear that okay, cool. If the if the Clippers go five out and pull Rudy out, like the so this goes both ways. The five out has to work for the Clippers if Marcus Morris is hitting threes, which he did in the last couple games against the Mavericks. Um. But on the flip side, you know, if Marcus Morris is your big, and um, uh, you know Rudy really needs to be able to grab all the rebounds on both ends of the floor, you know, um, yeah, and so right. uh, yeah,
1: and the, the, the flip side being that if you put Marcus Morris at the five, which I don't think they'll play the entire game, but it's probably more of an in, in spurts or gimmicky. And the yeah. other, because the other part is, I mean, to that side, it opens up a lot for us on the offensive side. Yep. I mean Rudy should be able to carve them up pretty handily. So I mean I, I don't know. It's it, yeah. Again, I mean not just just to be clear. So my I, I don't believe the narrative is true. I was just curious as to yeah you know what surrounded the narrative because it doesn't it doesn't seem like that's the game that puts it to rest. It would seem more like if we if they did play, you know a uh, they, they, did, they did they did defeat a team going small like that. You could really put it to sleep at that point. So yeah, hopefully it's, it's it's not really it's not really more of the important part. The schematic part's the important piece. So. It'll be it will be interesting to see because it's all about making adjustments and those guys are smarter than we are. But like you said, like you both said, the whole foundation of our defense and I think that I'm understanding defense a little more is that it's all built on the fact that the perimeter guys can kind of suck ass, but they're all funneling to Rudy. And so if you pull him out of the middle, then it just changes the whole defensive fundamental that, philosophy, right?
0: That is based, well, that, that is basically what we've been saying all year about the Jazz defense. So. Not to say he well, really
1: can't go out in moments and guard the perimeter, but for the most part, for the majority of the possessions, you want him just kind of patrolling that area, right? So, I mean, I don't – I think. I don't, I still don't really know. Yeah. And,
2: and I honestly – I feel like five out is – there are very few teams that can really do true five out, and I don't even know if the Clippers can really do it as effectively as, say, like those Warriors teams that did it.
0: Well, so, What worries me about the Clippers is that they're one of the two teams – that um uh, you know the jazz Which are gonna, the jazz are gonna give you some um, uh, mid range shots, and those are you know them oh, and the sun they I'm like oh boy, you.
2: yeah It can hurt you really badly.
0: And so um uh, yeah so those are that's that's I guess where my fear comes from. I mean I, I mean the Marcus Morris thing was interesting. I saw people talk about it as soon as the Clippers won because uh, he had hit a couple. I, I think I don't remember who said it. somebody said oh you know he's hitting threes. That's where the the Jazz are probably gonna uh uh. But, you know, uh, well,
1: because I think also, too, in the, cause the third game we played, whatever game we played him when we were kind of all full strength, is that was kind of the key stretch is when they kind of put that game away. Is right. Morris hit a bunch of threes in a row. So I think it's like some PTSD. But if you can't if you can't figure out a way to game plan, Mark, whichever Morris he is, I don't even know which one he is. He's the better one, I assume. Cause he's, he's playing, Mark, right?
2: Mark, Marcus is the better one. Mark Keefe is the
1: off brand. Oh, speak, Mark
2: speak, Weef? Speaking Mark, of. Uh... Mark Keefe is the one that plays for the Lakers. <laughs> Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazzy Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah jazz
0: basketball analysis, this ain't it.
2: <laughs> but if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week, jazz Twitter crushes, or other fun pop culture things, you have come to the right place. That's right. And you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And also on Twitter at Jazzy Gals Pod. Go Go Jazz!
0: Go Jazz! hey i'm mark and this is doug what's up and we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the utah jazz called twos and threes it's available on apple spotify stitcher and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every monday morning
2: mark's my big brother and you could say this podcast is a family affair but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family so we'd love for you to participate with us to listen and really let's do this together
0: go jazz go jazz be our family boom Yeah. Uh, speaking of full strength, um, the Jazz may not be at full strength. Uh, uh, you know, Mike Conley is questionable for Game One. He's he's got this like a lingering hamstring issue that's going to be lingering for for a while. It's been lingering for a couple years actually. Um, so yeah. So what do we uh, do, man? Like, am a th- does Mike Conley not playing Game One or Game Two? Does that change um, uh, you guys' um, uh, thoughts on how the series? I I'm assuming that we all think the Jazz could still beat the Clippers, um, uh, and, without
2: without a healthy Mike Conley. I honestly do well, I mean, don't. I mean,
0: I mean, it's going like today. If your confidence is like, all right, cool, like take the Mike Conley thing out of it for a minute. Like, do you think the Jazz could beat the Clippers in a seven game series?
2: Yeah. yeah, my my prediction um, that I made on the spaces with my dude. Uh, uh, well, I guess he goes by Black Magic with a Q um anyways the my prediction is jazz and seven um okay. as it stands even with help, conley's health considering you know it, what it is right. so um i think if conley was healthy we could maybe win it in six but it, it really just depends um i honestly could easily see theories getting away from us so i'm just, i'm just All right.
0: uh, yeah it's it's one that makes me nervous because right. the clip. Really so, good. I'm just going to recap for everybody. Jared thinks they're either going to win in seven, six, or the Clippers will beat the Jazz. So, uh, Logan, um, uh, you know, how's
1: you got to the... put all the bets out there. Right, right. right. Yeah. The yeah. No, no, my <laughs> true bet is Jazz in seven, but I can cannot...
2: obviously you never know what's going to happen. I, yeah, I know.
0: Hey, thank you. Yeah, um, I,
1: I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that I don't think that uh, I don't think that Connolly plays game one. Um, um, in some weird way, I think we've kind of found a way to kind of hold it together a little bit. Going back to last year, to, to be without him for a game or two, this
0: is what but, we have on uh, yeah,
1: for. Yeah, I mean that, that's true. So I mean, I think, but I think we have to have him. I I think his lack.
2: Of pl- I think we don't have playmaking without him. We have less playmaking.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely troublesome. And I don't think the Jazz win Game One, anyways. Um, oh, yeah. I think familiar. that I think the Jazz I think the Jazz win in six, but I don't think they win Game One. I think that. Like I think that the uh I think the clippers ride the moment ride the mo- the mojo and momentum of a game seven victory for at least a game. I um, also know Connolly is not great, and the the thing I'm learning is I try to understand how things work by besides just staring blankly at a game and trying to figure out is the word on the street is the jazz offense is a rhythm offense and when they don't, when they don't play, they get rusty and things don't look well. I think we saw a lot of that in Game One before, so I think it's the perfect storm to drop Game One. Watch yeah. everything, everything melt down in true hellacious fashion. But I still think the Jazz <laughs> get it in six.
0: Um, um,
1: I, I can see the Jazz winning two in a row, two times, and, and the Clippers getting one in between.
0: Yeah, just I don't, a... just
1: don't go up three one.
0: Don't go, just, up three, uh, all cost, don't go up three one. <laughs> um yeah, this uh, so the what I was trying to make I was trying to make a point on Twitter the other day and just could not get the right words out. So I was trying to cause it was uh, after game six, everybody's like, Okay, we want we want that you know, for me that having the Jazz win Sunday afternoon would have made things a lot easier for me personally. Um, but uh also it was like as a jazz, so I'm like, oh boy, maybe two more days for comedy helps, because uh, if I'm uh if the Jazz were going to keep Conley off, Conley out uh, past Tuesday anyway, he would have missed Game One and Two against uh, the Mavericks, and then Saturday, uh, and then Saturday, um, uh, they would have Game Three. So now um, it's Game Two. He he might be ready for Game Two. Like we're we're kind of assuming that he won't be ready for Game One, but we don't know. We don't, we're not quite sure yet, so we're just
1: gonna I to – I think the rest is like a weird two-edged sword. I think because of the age of some of our dudes and the injury concerns, especially with two of them later in the season with Conley and Mitchell, though I think the days off in the long run over the series and playoff run are good for them, but I think they I think they really get hurt in game one. I mean, game one looked rough, you know, and then six days off with right. no one playing, it's, they always seem to come out – like out, out of the breaks they seem to come out just a little funky at first offensively, you know, yeah. so I don't –
0: Yeah, I know what uh, you
1: mean. I they could thought it was every game one forever as long as they keep winning the series. I don't care, but it's just a weird like game one of the, the people will people will melt down. I mean, they absolutely right.
0: the, will. Yeah, one hundred percent agree with that. Game one of the uh, Grizzlies and uh, 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 Jazz series really hurt my confidence about this Jazz team overall, and I'm still like recovering from that game one. It was like a three point loss, but I was like, it didn't feel like a three point loss. It felt like the Jazz were down that whole game, and the Jazz, like, threw that game away um, uh, right from the tip-off. And uh, and maybe maybe the whole, like, like, remember, like, there was a real weird situation with Donovan, and it was weird for us fans, and maybe it was just so weird for the Jazz, like, team that just threw them off that night because they did come out, and they won four in a row, uh, won twice in Memphis, uh, you know, stepped on the neck in game five. And so, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you know, m- maybe it was uh, – Maybe it was just Donovan of thing. I don't know, but um, uh, yeah, like the, you know, I, I was trying to make that joke earlier that, you know, we've seen this uh, story before where the Jazz, uh, the Jazz have a um, uh, rest, an opponent comes in, like the, the opponent should be tired, but then the Jazz the one that comes out uh, laxid call. and you know, you know, the Clippers are not the Grizzlies. The Clippers um, uh, are a veteran team, and so uh, this is this is gonna be a tough one. Um. Yeah, I think I
1: think you can't discount. I mean, you, know, you can't discount Donovan being out of game. When I get that, but I think that, like, if, if I think from my perspective, watching the whole body language of the entire team, uh, and there could be something to this to what we've heard too. Possibly there was like a, a last second, you know, just kind of threw all of them off because I, I was in there too. But just it, it, it's it's kind of a repeating pattern with them, the Jazz. Like when they come, when, when either the whole team comes off of a break or a player comes back from a break, they just look. It looks it it looks just it looks rusty. Like it just doesn't look as fluid as it as it normally is. And I'm sure it's just I don't know. It'll be interesting to to yeah. see how they play because the, the the Clippers. I mean, we kind of went back and forth with the first round about the the possible the possibility of uh, uh, Golden State and the disrespect that took place there. But the, the weird disrespect for the Clippers is bizarre to me, um, right. and not yeah. just for, not not just from people being wild, but like people who normally like try to put together at least decent semblances of thoughtful production out there but like i made my smart ass comment about if they win in five and you're calling it now i'll send you you know money or pictures um but that wasn't meant to be that wasn't meant to be like a compliment i'm not thinking they can win in five that's like i i i get the 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 team has got a lot of veteran pieces and they're not going to just roll over and the advantages i find interesting and i I could be just totally roasted for this and I, i get it but like Immediately, the coaching advantage goes to Quinn Snyder, but like, let's not forget that Tyrell New has a championship. I get how he got it, but he's still got one, right?
2: Yeah, and honestly, like, if uh, I don't know why he's got three, two, he's got two, uh, two so far,
1: yeah. I mean, including, and, 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 including a yeah. final,
2: including two finals
1: MVPs, yeah. And, and the, the the Paul George thing is, you know, historically, he's he's done he's Struggled. I just, I still like have a hard time just counting on that to be the case all the right. time. I don't know. Right. Exactly. it still makes me nervous. He may retire and it still may be his narrative forever. I don't know. The but I is... still don't feel comfortable with it. Like, it still makes me nervous. Right. And even then, it's just, you like, know, Kawhi, Kawhi alone is good enough for two games.
0: Like, here's what the playoff, thing, like, P hey. thing is, like, if, if, um, uh, if he is, um, uh, like, if you're going to leave somebody open on the offense, you're not going to leave, you're not going to leave Paul George open. Like, you're not, not going to be like, oh, Play off Paul George. Let's leave him open. No. So
2: Yeah, exactly. I so. mean, I, I I just want to echo what Logan said. You got to give Kawhi like two games cuz Kawhi is just
0: he's Kawhi, man. I mean Oh, I'm not. I'm going to give I'm going to give them I'm going to give them one game, so.
2: Um,
0: people
2: You you're going to say Jazz in 5, really? I said, I
0: said Jazz in 5. So, um People <laughs> <meow>. do that. <laughs> <laughs> you're a dork. Um uh I believe it. I believe I believe this Jazz team. Um, all right. They're going to let me down again. So. Um, yeah, you're
2: just lying. No. So. I,
0: I, I, I said I, I believe in the Jazz to uh, beat the Grizzlies. You said you're trying to recover
2: from and the and, Grizzlies. And, um,
0: uh, and, and, yeah, and they, they let me down there. So, you know, let me get hurt again. You know, I don't, I don't feel good about the Grizzlies win because they won five. You know, a bunch of idiots. All right. Um, uh, uh, so he's I, the,
1: still so distraught over that Grizzlies, right? And, uh, first one,
0: you know, bunch of bunch of losers there. Uh, I don't. I, I, I almost like went to a different fathom there. All right. So real quick. Um, uh, so with um, uh, Dame getting out of the playoffs, Luca getting out of the playoffs. Um, uh, Logan's been really beating this drum on Twitter here because uh, like there's the thing like you know like number one. I'm, uh, we were state graduate, um, uh, Logan here <laughs> does not want Dave to get more help. He's uh, like, this, so this is a funny thing because, like, people like Dame, people like Luca. Um, you know, Dame has this local, um, uh, you know,
2: uh, We were uh, state, we
0: were state great, 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 yeah, local connection. Um, but, um, uh, Logan, you may, as a jazz fan, you make a really good point here. It's weird, man. Like, it's
1: weird. Like, why, like, if game if game and luca want to get help and go to the other conference that's cool or they want to come to the jazz and get help but like why would you want why would you want teams like luca is going to make the Jazz's life a living hell for the next like 10 years like why are you like hope hoping he quickly gets more help that's like the most ridiculous thing ever it's like <laughs> saying i wish that jordan or lebron would just get a you know a kevin durant or a like just a better sidekick. I sure. That goes
0: to John well, Moran. More, yeah. more
2: cutting and more relevant to jazz fandom. That you know the younger fans that don't remember Jordan, uh, Harden, Harden getting Chris Paul. I mean,
1: <laughs> that Yo, hurts the jazz. Why, why? Why would? Yeah, but why? I just don't. Again, I love Dane. but like, why would you want your even even more than your Western Conference, your division rival to get better? Like, that's fine. Like, want help, but I'm all for the get him out. Like, if you want to get him out, let him get out. But, like, why would you? As a jazz fan, why do you want these guys to get better?
0: Jazz fans, the jazz fans want their. Kick why team do you want to the too. West to be better? The jazz. Want, just weird. It's weird.
2: The, well, there's still a Dame the Utah pipe dream going on somewhere.
1: So, the, well, <laughs> what's, what, what's that one? I'm fine with. Like, they really yeah. just like they want help for both of them, and
0: it's like, yeah, the the jazz okay. fans are like, we want the jazz to be better than Dame and and Luca and them, but we want Luca and Dame to come a second and third. We want them to feel pretty good about. Coming in second and third to the Jazz, though, so that's that's yes, a... exactly having no. A... We,
1: yeah, we want them to like to be de- demoralized. It's like when, it's like when the Niners almost beat Patrick Holmes. Like this is going to be it. Like, I they just hold on? Patrick's going to be sc- mentally screwed for the rest of his life. Andy oh, Reid's already got that psychological.
2: Dude, block. I, I knew that was. I knew that game was over as soon as as soon as Jimmy missed
1: that pass. I and, was like, um, oh, uh, the uh, it's over. <laughs> you, just, uh, you don't you don't want these dudes to get better.
0: Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> because like in my, the the Jazz right now with Jazz being as good as they are, uh, it's hard to remember like you know back in the nineties and you know you know whenever the Jazz have hard rivals like we, we forget the West is always going to be hard you know the west is hard now it is not it's not going to get any dude, better dude next
2: year seems like it's going to be even worse like
0: yeah and so like LA, I'm a,
2: talking with today who's uh you know he's a twitter follow, mutual follower and yeah i'm like man that he yeah. was talking about six teams that have championship aspirations and i'm like yeah you're right it's going to be early
0: yeah and that's that's every year and so now and now like when i when i see logan like talking about this I'm like it's really funny because you know, Adam, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't want Luca to get better. I don't want Dame to get better, like, I'm a, or, like, you know, to get help. Yeah, especially with small market teams, it's just, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, like, you know, it's hard. I mean, we, yeah, I don't want the Lakers to get better because, like, they, they play by a different set of rules, right? And part of it is, like, we, we cheer for these small market teams because we want small market teams to get better. And that's the whole conversation for another time, but. Um, yeah, I just want I want Logan to get on that rant. Um, uh, uh, J- J- I don't care.
1: I, I, and I don't care if small market teams get better either. I'm a Jazz fan. Like, I don't care either. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, it doesn't, it's, I, I just don't, <laughs> I, 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 I really don't care. And that's, that's, I think what's interesting about the NBA. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of this weird process where we complain about the NBA, but it's also kind of working because the NBA is a superstar league. So, like, in, in football, you wouldn't be like, you know what, man? I just really wish that Aaron Rodgers would go to my division rival. Like, you don't do that. I would just really wish that Mike Trout would just come to my division. Like, well, they don't do that. It's a basketball thing. So while we complain about the way the NBA markets themselves, they've actually, like, done it well because now you're cheering for superstars to get help in your own division and make your path harder.
0: Yeah, like it's it's, so, it.
1: it's weird, man. Like, I just – yeah, Dallas is not exactly a small market either, though, so –
0: Exactly. Um, uh, I mean, I I, I am a, I put everybody as like you know there's five big market NBA teams and then there's 25 small market teams. That's just how I. That's look That's true. At um, Jared, I'm a, as you finish I think I, I don't know if Logan has one more rant, so I'm gonna give him a minute to get his rant notes ready if he has one. But um, uh, Jay Bark, I'm Jay uh, Barkham. All right, so Clippers in uh, or sorry, Jazz in seven or Clippers and five or Jazz and six. Um, what it's what. Not f- at the- Yes. What are sure. you? Um, what are you like?
1: You said you said
0: Clippers in five.
1: No. Uh, what I are you
0: really worried about? Uh, the Jazz <laughs> and the Clippers. No. Like, like if the Clippers are going to beat the Jazz, what's going to happen to the Jazz? Besides, like you know, they're just not shooting um, threes well or something.
2: What What's going to happen is they would probably end up stealing home court from us.
0: But like, but I mean, it, but why? Like, what, what's what are they? Gonna, how are they going to do that? How are they going to um, take? Uh, you know, so
2: what happens is they, they they keep running Kawhi like he was running the last of last series. He's, you know, he's scoring in the 40 or so. And then um, Paul, if, if playoff P has any kind of 15 point games, that's probably going to be enough. And then Terrence Mann scoring on both would probably, would probably do it.
1: What's going on here. All right. Uh, are, you, are you, are you rewinding a VHS tape? Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Logan. Um uh, uh if you have another rant, go for it. If you don't have another rant, um uh tell me who, you know, how are the Clippers gonna beat the Jazz in the series besides you know the Jazz just like just sucking from three.
1: Yeah, hey, I don't have any I don't have any more rants. That was it. Just don't be stupid if you're a jazz fan, be a jazz fan. Don't be a dumbass. Um <laughs> the uh how are they gonna I don't know. I don't I I really don't know how teams win. Like I don't know, all of a sudden like the game starts, I see things moving and at the end of the game like sometimes we have more points and sometimes they do. And I really don't know how it happens. Like I don't have any any real analysis as to how 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 it all pl- takes place. Uh, I, I I just think the Jazz are just deeper. I just think they've got more more options and more weapons. And yeah, I think that I the, the thing I'm starting to really come around on is the old the old Jazz the old Jazz part of us all wants to just be convinced that the sky is always going to fall. But I think it's gonna be hard for us to to lose to to have in a seven game stretch to have. Four four really bad shooting nights. It just hasn't it just hasn't happened, and so uh, you know, when the offense, I think th- they showed us in the last round that it's all going to be about the offense. So I mean, um,
0: this is a Clippers team that um uh, in the first quarter of Game Three, everybody was like, well, you know, this team's blown up. They were down by 19 points in the first quarter, and everybody was like, oh, well, this team's over. And, well they came back and won seven games or to win and get in seven games so yeah i didn't
1: i, I didn't watch much of the series so I don't I don't really know how it happened I don't know how they got back in but they were they were they're were on the ropes man yeah.
2: So That's, they're different clippers though they've got a lot more mental toughness than last year so
0: um yeah so I'm a, you know hopefully playoff P hopefully the rest help Joe Ingles. like I maybe we'll see Joe Ingles in the series who knows um and then you know you know let uh, I, I think uh, Tiffany dodd put out a summoning circle for mike's hamstring so you know, a lot of things to digest here. Um, maybe we'll be back tomorrow night talking about if the Jazz win. Maybe we'll talk about them. If not, we'll hey, wait till Thursday
2: before, night. Before we sign off, let me do some shout-outs, if you don't mind. Yeah, go All right. Well, uh, shout-out to ZBlox, Z-B-L-O-X, because without him I would not have known about the Yum Yum Asian uh, food truck. And I don't know if you guys saw that post, but it's kind of been all over the Internet. Um. But they, they apparently have Filipino food. They're out of Leighton. Uh, the truck was vandalized. You know, some some hate crime crap going on. And uh, I, I feel like I feel like I, I need to seek this truck out now because you know I love Filipino food already. So that's just another reason to you know give these folks business because you know uh, show them what Utah really is about—not this this ugly you know underbelly that keeps showing up for some reason. Anyways, um, shout out to wife and girl Jay for sh- setting up that, that, uh, watch party that I went to, uh, for, I don't know, was that game five? No, it was game four of the Grizzly series. Uh, apparently got sponsored by he, he streams. So, uh, we're going to tag Hee he streams in this tweet. hope it gets a lot of interactions because maybe they'll sponsor us and send us money, just like they sent money to pay for the food for that, uh, <laughs> for that get together. Uh, Shout out to Parker Bushnell, who sorry he, he does a hoop run on Saturdays guys. a lot of fun uh, and he also uh, has an affiliation with the jazz so and last but not least, I am a lucky person who is going to game one tomorrow and yeah, shout out to my guy G underscore had 13 because we're, we're gonna you
1: know we're gonna have a little mandate what? You don't know what mandate is? That's worse. No, you got to go with him. <laughs> <laughs> like if there's a top, if there's a top three people on Twitter who I love and who never irritated me, yeah. enemy, He's one of the three. He's amazing. <laughs> I love that guy. I love His that. brother's the other one. So there's two of the three. So I'll let the, the rest of the world figure out who the other one is.
0: But uh... Uh, all right then, well, um, guys. Uh, hopefully, we record again tomorrow or you know when people hear this tonight. And hopefully, it's a game win win. Uh, Jazz and Five. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys next time.
1: Peace. We never see them. That's just why we never, we've never seen them.
0: I know uh, it's a, it's an ironic thing to say for a podcast. <laughs> 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 it's like a, it's, it's taking people, it's, take, it's taking 102 episodes for someone to call that out.